everybody, I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your life. What's up, listeners? Hey, fam. What's new? I gotta tell you guys, I was wearing, I mean, Olivia and Melissa already know this, but listeners, you don't. I was wearing my Twilight crop top (laughs) all day today, and I felt so cool. (laughs) Did you go anywhere in your crop top? No, I was home all day. (laughs) I had, like, maybe two meetings. I was just at my desk, like, typing, like, I look so cool today. Like, with the Zoom frame, I just kind of, like, see a hint of, like, someone's face, but I can't Yeah, it's really just, like, a little just bit of Edward's eyes. Yeah. yeah. His and so, eyes. But, like, if I knew, like, you know, if I knew what was up, i know that that's Edward in Twilight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, to like, anyone in the know, it's, like, a very recognizable image. I actually didn't uh give this update last week because maya had so many more interesting updates but i had a second sleepover with some friends recently which like i haven't had a quote-unquote sleepover okay i did did like so many years and then we just had our sleepover and then i had this other sleepover um i would say that ours was a little more fun but don't tell them i said that because i also had a great time we made podcast to them We made Galentine's friendship bracelets, and one of them has never read or seen (gasps) Twilight. Whoa. So we showed her the first two movies. Holy shit. This was the first time that I had seen New Moon in, like, literal years I've like you all know we're not movie girlies <laughs> no. and i've seen the first like, one we like plenty first of times but... yeah but i'm like none of us are like marathon them once a year kind right, of no. yeah vibe we so i haven't seen new moon in so long and I, oh my god I don't need, I don't I don't have words. <laughs> I don't know. It was new moon. It was hilarious. It was not blue tinted, which felt like a real miss. Uh Jacob Hard miss. Jacob is like great Jacob for most of that movie. So like <laughs> she was reacting like it was a ridiculous movie. And then we got yeah. to the end of the first one. And one of the other girls, honestly, was, like, insistent that we watch New Moon. And I was like, I can't tell if if she's, like, tortured by the idea that we're going right. to watch the second one immediately or not. Oh, I had, like, totally forgotten that Michael Sheen is Aro. Like, the whole Volturi scene. We just watched Good Omens, and he's in Good Omens. So I was like, oh, I actually know who this person is now. Wow. Uh and then like two days later she texted us all and was like guys i think i i i feel like watching the next one oh my god we got it so she it must have been the next i can't remember if it was a fully a weeknight or if it was the following weekend i think it might have been fully a weeknight she watched eclipse breaking down part one and breaking down part two we're gonna get an email from your friend that's like hello i'm a new yeah like i was like okay but like twilight fandom when are you listening to my podcast though (laughs) (laughs) okay my question is is you know we 
particularly Breaking Dawn, we shit on that book. Like, it's not a good book. No. no. But it has none of the charm of, like, Twilight. But, so, like, I guess my question is, like, obviously the Breaking Dawn movie is also not going to be great. But, like, as far as, like, entertainment purposes... Like, I, I definitely think she was entertained. Fun. I mean, clearly she was yeah. entertained enough to need to keep going. Right. Like, I mean, l- listen, she like, I don't even think she had ever seen Renesmee. Like, what? she was like, okay, we asked her before we started, like, okay, what do you know about Renesmee. Twilight? And she like, she knew the basics. She knew that there's a baby. She knew that Carlisle's head gets chopped off, but then it's not real. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't know that. I shouldn't have said that. No, uh, I, no, I, I did the internet. That. I know about that. Yeah, I know about that. <laughs> um. Oh, she became convinced that Charlie was gonna die like really early on. She actually like she has very good instincts. She works in YA books, so like right. she so, had like, very she good instincts for what was coming next. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that she got wrong was that she became. Con- she was like, "Oh, Charlie's a goner." Meanwhile, the <laughs> other two girls in this group are like, they're like absolute Charlie stands. Of course. Like every time that Charlie came on screen, one of them is like, "Oh my god, daddy." so they were like yes yes. so they were like horrified that she thought that charlie was gonna die and then like it was must have been during the second one she was like i I can't wait to find out like how many people die in this and i was like i want to tell you the answer so bad (laughs) like i really want to tell you but i'm not gonna tell you and then when it was over i was like yeah so the answer is nobody no one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the answer is nobody that matters. Literally nobody. That's because Twilight came before the age of death is cool. I think she should have known that it was about vampires and that for the stakes sure. to be high, somebody should have died. I think that it does speak to her good instincts also, though, because, like, YA of this era. It would have been a great. Oh, yeah. Dead parent YA. Yeah, dead parent. Absolutely. Let's go. Nobody's parents were making it. <laughs> she said also this might be a hot take but both Ed- edward and bella looked a hot mess during their wedding <laughs> i wonder how long it took them to film <laughs> oh yes okay well now i'm excited to watch these movies eventually. oh my god i i can't believe we haven't done it yet because i'm so excited for you to see the other movies it's because it takes planning for the three of us to like get a time to plan and record us watching a movie at the same for two time. hours yeah <laughs> like no breaks no breaks. yeah that's true anyway yeah this, <laughs> anyway this was a it. oh and then the other thing is that she hated the wolves talking these wolves talking have sent me it's giving spider monkey over the edge <laughs> talking i don't think i have any frame of reference for that i've seen new moon and yet, I, like, don't remember the second half at all. Yeah, New Moon, like, I mean, I guess I could have conjured up, I definitely would have been able to conjure up Italy, because, like, that's very striking in the movie. So I definitely could imagine that. And I, everybody knows the, like, Bella passing her months, like, cinematic. Yeah, I don't know. Mastery. See, I haven't seen the movie. I don't know. Oh, we really do <gasps> have to see it soon. Oh, my God. Okay, well, anyways. That's my update. Does anybody else have any updates before we, um, we dive in? I have no updates besides the fact that I fucking loved this chapter. <laughs> <gasps> wow. 
And you don't even get That's to, why I'll you do don't it. even get to recap it. No, it's not even my turn. Who's I think it's me, but I'm not sure. Okay. I don't I remember with that. Go ahead. Okay, I'll do it, but it's not going to be my oh, best because I read it last week and I didn't. No, that's true. Um, flip through it. You again. didn't reread it. I didn't reread it. Okay, but like, how many times have you read this chapter in your life, though? <laughs> yeah, like, it'll be fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> chapter thirteen, Kin Fashions. Edward steps into the sun. He's sparkly. Bella is verklempt. She is overcome. <laughs> She's into it. Edward is just kind of like laying on the grass, like quietly singing to himself while Bella like has heart eye emojis on her face. Um, and then they're like talking to each other. They're so like enraptured, whatever. Um, and Edward is breathing and Bella breathes in his breath, which is disgusting, but she's into it. And that freaks Edward out because he's like, here I am trying to keep you alive, but my very being is designed to draw you in. And this is where he does like the iconic, like as if you could outrun me, as if you could fight me off to try to make Bella like understand the danger that she's in. But she is a little scared, but she's also kind of like, that was like really hot of you. Like, <laughs> uh, and he's like, please remember that I want your blood. And then we get the also very iconic, you are exactly my brand of heroin, which... Doesn't um, hold up. It doesn't yeah, hold it does up. Yeah, it does not but... hold up. I was like, wow, that's offensive. Um, and also, like, do they have brands of heroin? <laughs> I don't know anything about heroin, but, like, does it come that way? Anyway, Bella's like, oh my god, I'm his brand of heroin. He's into me. And then they, like, talk a little about how they met... And Edward is like, yeah, I saved you from that van because I care about you. He's <laughs> confessing. And then Bella is like, well, the very fact that I'm here tells you how I feel. So she's confessing her feelings, too. Bella touches his face. It's like a whole thing. Like, he touches her face. <laughs> they do the... Also, also very iconic. So the lion fell in love with the lamb. Unforgettable. What a stupid lamb. What a sick masochistic lion. And it still holds up. Unlike the heroin one. (laughs) Yeah. And then Bella's like, ooh, I should probably be getting home, you know? And so she hops onto his back. I mean, she doesn't hop, but she gets up there. He runs through the forest, and this is how jam-packed this chapter is. They get back to her car, and they have a first kiss. All those confessions, all of that, wow. and a first kiss where Edward is like, hold very still, and Bella is holding very still until the kiss happens, and then she attacks him, and Edward is like... <gasps> And she's like, oopsies, <laughs> my bad. Uh, and then there's this fun moment where she's like, no, I want to drive. And he's like, no, friends don't let friends drive drunk. You're intoxicated by my very presence, which is also <laughs> iconic. <laughs> That's the chapter, TBH. Okay, you missed one more iconic line right at the end, which is, like, she's finally, like, okay, but, like, are you not also affected by me? And he does this, like, sexy, like, touches her face some more and, like, like proves that he is. Like, doing little hand and face <laughs> <Wavy>. <laughs> And then ends with, 
regardless confessing that he is in fact affected by her too i have better i mean that's kind of what the whole chapter is about is him being affected by her i think but yeah that's true also the point of this chapter is that he decides that he is actually strong enough to resist her right and that's That's true i was thinking a lot about midnight sun and how that kind of gives us a whole different perspective i was maybe gonna reread that in midnight sun and then i didn't lol um so i don't quite remember everything that we learn in midnight sun about edwards you know mostly i remember the bugs the bugs oh my god the bugs (laughs) i just remember that the metal being was like so pivotal for pivotal. him like pivotal. he didn't know if he was going to come out of the meadow with a girlfriend or with a dead person essentially <laughs> or a dead girl the other friend. thing about this chapter is that they finally talk about her dying like we yeah, have the right. words dead and kill yeah. and life in this chapter okay. a lot really is going on because they also they talk about all of that and they talk about like edward's hunger for her blood and yes. like how they have romantic feelings for each other, but they also, like, begin to establish, like, a sexual, uh, a mutual sexual attraction. Yes. Can I, I just want to start right off the bat. Uh, Go ending Stephanie Meyer. Um, we've we didn't grade about... Maya. Oh, I give her a nine. I give <gasps> you an eight. Oh my god, thank <sighs> you. Wow, it's the first time we ever forgotten to rate. If anything, that tells you that it was we just we just had to go. We just had to we just had to get in it. Okay, I need to commend Stephanie. We've talked about how good she is at yearning, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. this chapter, the tension is off the chart. You can't even see the chart anymore. You can't even see the chart. Where's the chart? We spend 90% of this chapter, like, with them, like, barely touching each other. And every single, like, instance of, like, their skin touching skin is like, holy shit. And, like, I I was like... How is the kiss not happening yet? Like this whole this whole time. Yeah, it's like, kind of wild. It feels it like they kiss in the meadow, but they yeah, but they don't. Yeah, and he so just like lays his cheek against her throat yes! than a kiss. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. and I was I was seriously think pondering this because you know while I was reading this, I was like the yearning and the tension is wild, and I was like, God, I want I want like a tension-filled relationship and i was like why don't why isn't that a thing like in my regular life and it's because you know like we don't have stakes like we got right here you know (laughs) if someone's gonna kiss me they're not gonna potentially kill me right yeah and if they were i am happy about wouldn't go out with them yeah i am glad (laughs) and so i don't know but the stakes like made the tension just like so palatable for me in this chapter and i was like oh my god do i need to like recreate some life or death situations in order to like get some good good yearning olivia's shaking her head let me submit no (laughs) and and then it made me start thinking about YA as a genre and how, like, the yearning slash tension in YA is just unparalleled because there are so many things that, like, keep you from wanting to be with someone in YA, whereas, like, in adult to, romance, yeah. 
you know, you're a fucking adult. If you want to be together, just be together. Like, yeah, I do feel like you guys are grown. Why are you being stupid about this? Right. I'm like, it is like a fine line in adult romance, being able to make them like believably oblivious enough to not tell each other things that they could literally just say out loud. And right. That they could easily communicate or that they could easily change. Like, oh, if you live far away, just move. If you want it bad enough, (laughs) just do something. Right. Whereas like in YA, it's like, you yeah, know you the can't whole be wor- together. you the whole world is like a, a, a obstacle obstacle yes because like you know whether or not it's parents or whatever there's right. just like you know and in this case that's their kids and also vampires and also he wants to eat her blah 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 <laughs> and, and so like i had a revelation today while i was reading this chapter and i was like listen we just don't have like as adults there's not this like we can't be together like you're listen, just keeping yourself yeah you oh, just apart. yeah exactly and you i was like oh your my own god do i need to find someone who i just like cannot actually be with like is may that... i submit no <laughs> <laughs> maybe that can account for part of the the twy mom yeah oh yeah like twilight was so, so big with moms yeah like maybe a big aspect of that was just like yeah we too love the yearning right and he was able and edward is able to communicate that he lusts for her without it being sexual because he just wants to eat her also (laughs) so like yeah it's like he manages to convey the sexual attraction right without without it being sexual yeah, like, it's, it's really amazing how that's it's accomplished. Amazing. It's like chaste sexuality. Yeah, yeah, like if like I was thinking like if we're literally just talking about, you know, like, oh, I want you, I want your body, like not in a vampire, your blood is speaking to me kind of way like this. I don't think this would have been able to jive in YA like at the time, like, you know, you just weren't so sexually explicit at this time, but... Yeah, I think that's what the book would have had to be about. Right. You know, like, like, it would be a book about teen burgeoning sexuality and learning to... Right, exactly. That would be the whole point of the book. But instead, it's just, like, tucked in. Yeah, exactly. This is really helpful because this chapter, for me, was, like, so confusing. Because it's, like... Confusing? It's really... Well, okay, just on this particular level of, like... Listen, I love the meadow as much as the next person. I'm just like as a as a critic who's trying to understand what's happening <laughs> on the page. It's like it's kind of fucked up that he wants to murder her this whole time. It's like oh, why sure. is it sexy that he kind of wants to murder her? Like that on the surface sounds what's fucked sexy up. about it is that the wanting to murder her is not like of his own volition. He can't mm-hmm. help that and he That's true. He's like, like fighting rejects. an external demon. Right. Yeah, he's in like order rejecting to be with her. that aspect of, right. of himself true. to overcome. His... That's how bad he wants to be. And right. it's his not that he wants her to is... be dead. He right. Pat- exactly. He specific- he specifically does not want yes. her to be dead. It's just like this weird blurry line yes. between exactly. the way in which he wants her physically. Exactly. It's it's a little weird. The sta- but it's Melissa weird. put it very well. But Melissa put it very well. <laughs> reading this chapter and you know there's just we're gonna go into details but like just like 
you know, Bella will, like, pick up his hand and just, like, start, like, tracing. And I was like, I need someone to pick up my hand right <laughs> now. <laughs> so that's where I'm at, listeners. Uh, anyway, this is a great chat. Yeah, the, um, the place where this is, like, the most blurry is when he's describing what it was like when they were first in the classroom together. And he says, I so very nearly took you then. Which is literally sexual language. That is is how people people speak in romance novels about having sex sex. with with, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially he's talking about murdering her. The historical, like, bodice ripper romance. Yes, and he's literally from the past. And he's literally 100 years old. So, like, you would think that Edward would maybe (laughs) say that kind of thing. But also, it makes sense that he might say it in a literal, I almost literally abducted you to murder you. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like... Honestly, though, could have done it just right there, right then, because Mrs. Cope, so easy to murder. Just one person. Yeah. Like, would have been quick. Okay, I feel like we should start at the beginning. We should. Yeah, because Melissa was talking about hold, like, Bella, like, grabbing Edward's hand at the beginning and, like, tracing it, whatever. And I, unfortunately, have a thought about that. Um, (laughs) It is unfortunate because it is a new thought about vampire like physiognomy oh, oh i think i know what you're biology? about to say i love when we talk biology the bottom of page 261 i know exactly what you're gonna say <laughs> i lightly trailed my hand over the perfect oh, yes! muscles of his arm followed by followed the faint pattern of bluish veins inside bluish the face veins. at his elbow bluish veins if he just like a rock a spongy rock <laughs> a spongy rock why does he have veins, veins? Why does it look blue? Are these completely aesthetic, non-functioning, just the appearance of bluish veins on his Listen, arm? Do I think What's that this was on? probably a slip on Stephanie's part? Who <laughs> Absolutely. Not thinking whatsoever. But now it's in there. But now it's in there and it's canon <laughs> that they have blue veins. So but we, there is a, I, listen, I forget the reason, but I feel strongly that they have no veins. I don't right. remember how yes, we made that to Doctor Sponge. We learned that in like when they get broken apart, it just looks like rock. Right. You yes. Know? They're just There's like no solid. organs when they rip each other Why apart. Why are there veins? So, well, I imagine they're probably more like coral, you know, like with some maybe the running some pores. Some right. Pores and then we had the whole tick run. discussion because they can fit like four mountain lions worth of blood inside their bodies <laughs> yeah, at the same time. And the only, only way that that works is if they're basically a sponge. A sponge right so i, I mean, think but, okay i'm maybe positing this is like a venom there are two uh, options here cir- there are two options here <laughs> option a the venom does travel in veins in some parts of their body including the veins that you can see through your inner arm and the venom is looks blue. just like blood which i guess i could see because it's like sort of relate or like he has hunted recently maybe this is okay option b (gasps) this is literal blood because he hunted obsessively before this trip so that he could stand being near bella i can get behind that drank someone else's blood it was oxidized and then it entered it went your, into your body. would it turn back blue <laughs> i think that's a myth no. i think your blood isn't actually blue in your body i think that's a myth i think that might 
be a okay, myth. Okay, well, then I need you to explain to me why my veins are blue. I think I it's just about, that. I think it's just about, like, <laughs> what you're seeing it through. Like, you're not seeing your blood, you're seeing the outside of your vein through your skin, you know? You're not really seeing the blood. Regardless. Like, option three. These are a, completely a aesthetic, non-literal veins that are just part of the vampire <laughs> the need camouflage. to camouflage as human. Like, he also has dark circles under his eyes. Yes, What's that about? makes no sense. I can get more on board with option three than any other option because one, it's like, all right, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Two, it's like, okay, yeah, he is filled with blood, but why does he have veins? Three, it's like, okay, it's because you look humanoid and that's what humans look like. Right. That's the one that I would have to sure. put my money I mean, on. yes, that's what we have. That's what we have to go with, essentially, I feel like. LOL. Speaking of what Edward looks like, though, the beginning is when Listen, we find out that he sparkles. He's fucking sparkly, guys. And the now first we know. line is Edward in the sunlight was shocking, which I don't like. No, I don't like that. First as the first line. line. No, this is like the one time that Stephanie has decided to time jump inexplicably. Oh, yeah. Like she's Why? already seen him walk out into the sunlight. They're already lying on the ground, and right. she's like, "I've been staring." She's already at him been staring at him for hours, for like an hour or whatever. And, and I was very upset about this, honestly. I was like, no, I need the play-by-play. Yeah, why didn't we get yeah, the you're moment? in moment. You're why in moment. This is something that Midnight Sun did better. This is coming yes, back I to me. Yes, I was just going to say that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You say it. Midnight Sun, like, Midnight Sun she really retconned, like, okay, but I need to explain to you that, like, this is my version of vampires not being able to go out in the sun because right. he looks like he's on fire right which is not contained which is not in the word how bella sparkled. has conveyed it no. <laughs> no no bella makes it sound like when like a gemstone is yeah. throwing rainbows right iridescent yeah, yeah kind like, of like a holographic pokemon card yeah or like <laughs> that um that film that you can put over your window so that when yes. the sunlight comes through it throws rainbows like <laughs> yes. edward's doing that that's what bella makes it sound like Like and thousands of like tiny diamonds were embedded in the surface she's like looking at his skin to be like what is sparkling like how I mean, is how is this happening the part of this chapter that i didn't like was how much we hear about how amazing and spectacular and unbelievable edward is <laughs> um and the first time i notice it is the next page where she's like the meadow so spectacular to me at first paled next to his magnificence it and is like, a Jesus bit much fucking christ <laughs> like i know it's part of the yearning that we enjoy right. so much but I talked about this last week too. Like I just kind of feel like nobody is that hot. Like call me or like we deficient just have not in some perceived, way. We just have not perceived this level of heart, hotness before. Okay, but like the way that she describes him also is not sexy. It's like, not sexy. I have to read. Like I've really remarked upon this also. I marveled again at the perfect texture of his skin, satin smooth, cool as stone. When I looked up again, his eyes were open, watching me. Butterscotch today. There was something, there was another part, too, that's, like, he's just, like, it's just is, like, like a dead person. like, in an animate You're just, oh, over object? here. A perfect, his glistening pale lavender lids were shut, though, of course, he didn't sleep. A perfect statue, carved in some unknown stone, smooth like marble, glittering like crystal. 
Which, like, does not do it for me. That's not doing it for me either. <laughs> like, nobody I don't, I don't really like... want to be with a dead person. Right. That's yeah, nobody looks not... at a statue and is like, wow, that statue. Totally oh, except did you guys see Lisa Frankenstein? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay, well, listeners, if you've seen it, then you get my reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I gotta watch it. Uh, also, okay. the lavender lids is... Oh, yes. I thought that was effective but not but not in a a good way not sexy right it makes him seem kind of sick yes well yeah almost like he's dead so (laughs) like what what i like about this is that we get no shortage of bella telling us that she's like incredibly horny like for all of this (laughs) yeah like while while i do not think that a statue with lavender lids is like hot bella does <laughs> and she's really good at telling us that she's just like unbelievably horny out of her mind right now without yeah, but saying like, i don't it. know i feel like she mostly just like calls him angelic she does that and yes. i'm like okay i just kind of take it for there's not very much like sensory experience yeah, okay. nobody's okay. like, I want to fucking Mostly angel. Tells us. <laughs> yeah, angels are in fact beautiful and also terrifying. So it is probably applicable to Edward. Right. I mean, it's the tension. I, how does that feel? That's a good question then for me is like if she's not saying, you know, like, oh, this is my, my feelings are I'm like incredibly horny and <laughs> I'm and this physicality is not necessarily doing it but we're all feeling like holy shit somehow she pulls it off anyways yeah (laughs) i think it comes in the way that they touch each other they touch each other yes okay well apparently he's like cool as marble which is like weird but like i'm gonna i'm gonna read a sentence i'm gonna read a sentence i inched closer stretched out my whole hand now to trace the contours of his forearm with my fingertips I saw that my fingers trembled and knew it wouldn't escape his notice. And you're just like, oh, all right, we're paying attention to yeah. fingers trembling. <laughs> the, the and just level barely of touching. Yeah. Like, paid to each other. I Okay, yeah. I, I have another yeah. sentence to read that I think captures a similar idea. Um so this is after Edward has been like, as if you could outrun me, as if you could fight me off. And Bella says, he'd never been less human or more beautiful. <laughs> Face ashen, eyes wide, I sat like a bird locked in the eyes of a snake. For <laughs> Bella, the sexiness is wrapped up in the danger. In the domination? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bella is like, I am but a little trembling bird, and Edward holds all the cards, and this is so hot, but also, I'm scared. Wait, is this not how Fifty Shades of Grey became? Well, right, exactly. Like, you see the little seeds of, like, why that makes a lot of sense, that that came out of this. Damn. And Stephanie wasn't even trying, though. I don't, like, I don't think. I mean, she, she might have been, who knows. But, like, I don't think Stephanie was like, I'm going to write some so sexy, but Dangerous-ish. not. Yeah, sexy. I really, yeah, I don't, I don't think, so. think so. I think it was I just, like, like, it's just a very, like, instinctual, like, you know, none of this, like, 
unspooling of why is this sexy and is it fucked up or not like none of that is happening narratively you know right no yeah none and i feel like stephanie didn't sit down with intention to to convey a certain feeling stephanie sat down to tell a story right you know because like she had this dream this she dreamt the this scene from the dream. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is it. Like, she was just like, I want to tell the story. And then whatever feeling is evoked is just part of that. You know, that's secondary. Right. It's not, I want to evoke this feeling right. and this is a story that will allow me to do that. Right. I think this is also really effective YA because the particular dynamic between them where they are both, like, hyper, hyper aware of each other, mm-hmm. like, is just sort of like a slightly heightened version of just being a teenager and like touching right. another person like, like this for oh the God, first this time. Is so like new. Yeah, it's a lot like that and like touching somebody's face for the first time like can feel this Magic. fraught even if they don't want to kill you. Right. And so it like really captures that in book form. And I do think also that that is really evident when she says that she's afraid but not for the obvious death reasons but (laughs) like she was like i want to be with you all the time but like i shouldn't be with you all the time yeah and she (laughs) says for the first time that she acknowledges that she doesn't think that's possible right she says because for well obvious reasons i can't stay with you and i'm afraid that i'd like to stay with you much more than i should okay and I had a question in my margins. I was like, what do we think she means by stay? I think she's acknowledging here that he's a vampire and something about their lives is incompatible. Right. You see, I see it a little differently. I see this as part of Bella's insecurities, mm. like, coming out where it's, as part her of obvious like, reasons are like, yeah. I'm a potato. Right. Yeah, like, her long <laughs> pattern of being like, you are so beautiful, right. and I... I'm not worthy of being in your presence. Like, how dare I want to be next to you so that someone will have to look at you and then be subjected to looking at me? Like, how (laughs) selfish of me to do that to someone. (laughs) But, like, I do think that that line very, like, I, I don't know. I remember feeling that way. Like, wait, I didn't know you could like a person this much. And, uh... Uh, I don't know if I should convey that to this person. Are they feeling the same way? Like, of course, this is the stakes are higher in the situation. But like, in my own, in my own experience, it was like, fuck, what if they don't feel the same way? I want to be with them all the fucking time. (laughs) I feel like there were definitely people that I really liked, but that I didn't experience anything as intense as the feelings I did reading and rereading this book. <laughs> like, well, definitely. the yearning yes. that I felt vicariously <laughs> was stronger than anything oh, yeah. I felt for real people. And, like, especially only human, obviously. Yeah. And, like, that was it, though. Like, you know, there were, we had crushes, but they didn't have such drama to them by far. Like, absolutely not like i would i would you know uh try to like i was t- thinking so much about how like there's so much hand holding in this chapter and how like as a teenager i uh, i would you know you'd play little like games to get someone to hold your hand 
and like you'd be like oh my god your hand is like so big mine's so small like can how big is your hand <laughs> Melissa, like, did you ever steal anybody's Melissa, hat Melissa had way more game yes. than i did Oh, yeah. I yeah, but none of it worked. you were a hat stealer. I was a hat stealer for sure. None of my game worked. Um, and also, like, the, wow, my hands are, like, really cold. Do that. Wow, your hands are so warm. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that was my attempt to get this dramatic hand-holding that was not being just proffered to me. <laughs> And listen, none of the people who I used this on were like, wow, yeah, our hands touching. Were they like, wow, well, yeah, your hands were. are cold. Yeah, That's be like, stop fucking gross. touching me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this chapter brought that all back, like reading this as a teenager and just being like, I want to touch someone's hand and it be like this. Right. Monumental yes. Right here. This this occasion. moment right here. He placed his hand back in mine. I held it tightly in both of mine. He looked at our hands. That's amazingly pleasant. The warmth. Yes. God. <laughs> okay. That's also like a very crucial part of what makes this like so compelling and fun yes. to read. Is that Edward, the love interest, is not playing it cool whatsoever. He's not no, playing he doesn't cool. Play it cool. Not at all. keeping it light. He's this not is keeping confessions. It this is time yeah. for confessions. He is confessing. Yeah. And who amongst us, especially in high school, was not like, oh my god, I want somebody. To like, just confess you don't want to be love. the one yeah, to, to do like, it. To be like, oh my god, my hands are so cold. Look you. how big your hands are. You want so someone I... else to be like, oh my god, your hands look cold. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, you want to be the re- recipient of these things, but also uh, everyone wants to be the recipient of these things, ostensibly. But Edward is very much like, I'm a hundred year old vampire. I don't got time for this shit. Like, I'm going to tell you how I feel. We're going to lay this out here because also I'm under the impression that you might die in any of these moments. <laughs> that yeah, Edward is like, son. look, you don't seem to be getting it, so I really <laughs> need to explain to you very explicitly. Explicitly. How Should often... We also, I was I've just thinking, we really got on Bella for not asking questions, but narratively, like, she finally asks, okay, yeah. I don't actually know what you mean when you're like, <laughs> I'm really dangerous to you in particular. Right. And like, we want that to happen here, you know? Right. Yeah. Like that right. whole story about how obsessed he is with her and how he like wants her more than he's ever wanted right. anybody else in his whole oh my life. God. And then it has to he be tells here. her that he talked to his brothers about this and whether or not they had experienced <laughs> yeah. it. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely like he likes her cool. so, much. so much. He had to talk about it but to his brothers. He had to yeah, run away to yeah. Alaska. To Alaska. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he then comes he... back, talks to his brothers about right. it. And like after also... seeing her for 20 minutes in biology. Yeah. And literally their only shared experience is that Ed- Emmett has experienced this and he did kill the person. And if anything, that speaks to how much Edward wants her alive and to be with her because she's not dead yet. She's not dead. That is true. There's also the idea in this chapter of like various kinds of virginity, for lack of a better word, right? Like he has never 
experienced this blood thing before in his life and she has never felt this strongly about anybody else in her life good good shit. yeah for edward good, it's good both shit. it's the blood and the his feelings. feelings for her yeah i think this oh go, oh go ahead melissa i was gonna say i was like we the vampire that edward is presented to us as is kind of like that i'm a hundred years old i don't got time for feelings you know and yeah that's how he thinks he is at the start <laughs> yeah he's like ho home well, yeah i guess this is just i just exist forever as this uh 17 year old isn't this like horrible and <laughs> life is a purgatory 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 exactly and here we do get edward being like wait could life be magical yeah, he's like, you have, like, brought, like, color and dimension and joy to every aspect of my being. Uh, but I wanted to talk about the specific moment where it seems like Edward makes his decision. Bella, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. in the previous chapter, is like, we were balancing on the point of a knife, and we had mm-hmm. to, like, fall off on either side. And in this chapter, that same idea is uh, conveyed as even the strongest of us fall off the wagon, don't Mm. we? Like, something has to happen. Like, you're gonna eat me or you're not gonna eat me. And this is where where Bella says, what are you asking? My permission? I mean, is there no hope then? And Edward is like, of course there is hope. I mean, of course I won't dot dot dot. It's different for us. Emmett, dot, 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 those were strangers he happened across. It was a long time ago, and he wasn't as practiced, as careful as he is now. So earlier, Edward was like, look, you need to understand, I am uniquely dangerous to you. And here he's like, of course I won't hurt you. Like, I am making a commitment. Like, like, I, like I'm promising. Like, he himself is oscillating because he wants her to understand certain things. Like... Be afraid of me, but also don't Don't be afraid afraid of me. me. (laughs) Yeah, like I love you so much. I think the moment is when he like sits with his with his head on her. Yeah, like listening to her heartbeat, like right there next to her throat. Well, yeah, that's when he says it won't be so hard. I Um, think that's the Midnight Sun moment. In Midnight Sun, he's like, I am imagining murdering her. I'm imagining drinking (laughs) the blood. Here I am. I'm this close. I'm not hurting her. I guess I really can resist. Yeah. Um, But in in Bella's version, in Twilight, I feel like this is where his mental shift is like. Because before he was saying like, yeah, yeah, like I'm, I could, like I hope not, (laughs) but I might. Right. And he's like, no, like, I, I won't. And, and this is when Bella literally poses it to him. She's like, is it inevitable that you kill me? Like, there's no hope of us being able to coexist. And he's like, oh, my God, no, there's definitely hope. In fact, I'm saying right now that it won't happen like that. And so, yeah, it's almost as if he needed to hear Bella acknowledge yeah. it. Yeah. So that he could find the inner strength. To be like to be strong no. for her. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. She's fucking hot. So hot. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a moment when he like almost promises and then he changes to saying, I swear. Do either of you remember where that is? Is that before or after this moment? Um, I thought it was around here. 
I just felt like that felt important too because he's yes, like the... very close to saying promise and he like sort of promises but also is like okay I don't know if I can like promise promise but I want to promise yeah where is that I thought it was here oh you don't have your ebook anymore you're back to a, a real book uh, yeah you can't I'm back to a real book <laughs> <laughs> whatever I we'll find I... it again at yeah. some point but that also, I think that is the first, I think that might be the first time that she says death. Like, she says out loud, I mean, is there no hope then? And internally, she's like, how ho- calmly I could discuss my own death. And like, right. as an answer to all of our discussion in the last few weeks <laughs> of like, does she actually know that she's right. talking about being dead? Right. Like, this chapter is like, yes, she is talking about her dying. Right. He says, kill you, sort of by accident. Well, even if she didn't understand it in previous chapters, which I think she did, but even if she didn't, it's, like, really explicit in this chapter. Yeah. Because he starts off by running around. Being, like, showing her how easily speed. he <laughs> could kill her. She's like, yeah, oh. destroying a tree for yeah, fun. He could kill me. Yeah. Which, like... I wish that the scarier moment was maybe, like, a little scarier. Because <laughs> it is, like, a little cartoonish. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's just like, okay, well, you ran around really fast, and then, like, Okay, and also, you deleted a tree. Like, rude. I mean, right? Yeah, rude to the tree. Yeah. And in terms of, like, vampire media, it would maybe <laughs> uh, be more fun to get something a little more Listen, dangerous. But, what? like, I get it. <laughs> That I it's literally dumb. just thought of is in an episode of SpongeBob <laughs> <laughs> where uh, he talks about the hash sling slasher cutting off his own hand, and SpongeBob, you mean like this? And he pulls yeah. off his own arm, <laughs> just holding it. He's holding his own arm, and then as he his arm goes back, oh and so God. I'm just like, oh, Edward that would be more dramatic. Edward could pull do that. Up his own arm and then i don't know reattach, reattach it, it. <laughs> we never really see that happen like we no. know that they get injured and then heal themselves but we don't really no, have it like, actually what does it look like and i think it would probably be different it'd be a different book Stephanie, <laughs> ripped she... his arm off <laughs> and also she doesn't want to get she's like i don't want to have to figure out how they put their limbs back together. It would, it would really, oh, like, yeah. ruin the vibe if he did something like, I don't know, kill an animal or something here. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, the vibe here is it supposed would be to be romantic. Right. And allow me to read you a very romantic part of it. Okay, Please. so wait. First, he's like, yeah, and then if you were crushed to death in front of my eyes, that would have been bad. I, w- I, like, almost revealed the vampire secret so many times. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, for all that, I'd have fared better if I had exposed us all at that first moment than if now, here, with no witnesses and nothing to stop me, I were to hurt you. He's like, even though it would have... <laughs> destroyed everything that carlisle has built for us like that would be less painful than than if i hurt you here now and bella's like why like yes one person dead versus a bunch like obviously it does kind of seem better if you were just to kill me now (laughs) like what do you mean he says isabella he pronounced my full name carefully then playfully ruffled my hair with his free hand (laughs) 
I the shock really ran through my body at his casual touch, which I also think speaks to what Melissa was saying before about how, like, everything is so fraught. Those, like, first touches, <laughs> like, for him to just do it casually is, like, <gasps> anyway. Bella, I couldn't live with myself if I ever hurt you. You don't know how it's tortured me. He looked down, ashamed again. The thought of you still, white, cold, to never see you blush scarlet again, to never see that flash of intuition in your eyes when you see through my pretenses, it would be unendurable. You are the most important thing to me now. The most important thing to me ever. I I underlined unendurable multiple times. Like... I like you. I could. I could not endure it. I would just. What the like, thought has tortured him. Yeah. Oh my God. And <laughs> like this works on so many levels because it's he's talking about her personality. You know, right. it's like that flash of intuition. Now he that I know you, as a it person. would be right. worse. I, now that I know you. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like now that I know you, you are the most important thing to me ever. Yeah. <gasps> and so then we also get like the dual level of okay yes i thirst for your blood you smell so fucking good but also like you're just a rad girl (laughs) yeah and i just the smell of your blood is nothing compared to that flash of intuition yeah my pretenses (laughs) see through my shit (laughs) i really enjoy that right after this bell's like Okay, I'm, like, a little bit thrown for a loop that we were, like, just talking about him murdering me, <laughs> right. and now we're, like, declaring ourselves. Declaring but, like, ourselves. okay, I guess I'm down. <laughs> and then she's, like, I'm here, which roughly translated means I would rather die than stay away from you. I was, like, you know what? This really held more weight pre-pandemic because we've learned that people would rather die than stay away from like indoor dining so <laughs> listen i was like i kind of need more from you in this moment bella like yeah, yeah she starts with most well you already know how yeah. i feel exactly <laughs> and i'm like, like you've already expressed this i need Does you to, i needed to use more words Does he? <laughs> yeah like make him feel nice exactly <laughs> exactly She's like, why would he need that? He's perfect. Right. He's an angel. He already knows, he already knows I'm that. cool dying. Like, what else is there? <laughs> and he's, she says, I'm an idiot. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and then, oh my God, so iconic. Who wants to say it? I guess I'm it's not me. There. I'm not there. And so the lion fell in love with the lamb. The what a fact stupid that he says in the word love. love, love, holy shit! So true. What a sick masochistic lion. Which I never really thought about it before, but like, I feel like the lion could just eat something else. Like, no lion <laughs> is like, oh, this particular lamb smells amazing, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, but, like, the lion is the lion, and that is its nature, to eat the lamb. You're right. You're right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And also, though, I did notice, you know, Bella does not say, so the lamb fell in love with the lion. I was like. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. (gasps) She doesn't use the L word. No. What she says instead is, why? It's a subject (laughs) change. She's like, yes? Tell me why you ran from me before. 
So she's like, okay, now that we've declared ourselves, let's go back to that little temper tantrum. Let's let's switch gears again. No, because she's like, okay, but the reason is because she wants to make out with him. But she's like, okay, I did something before physically with you that made you go away. I would like to know how. And it was just her leaning forward and inhaling. Right. That is yeah. what she's like. I need off. to like know the ground rules here. And I she's appreciate like, I that do he is like that. you didn't do anything wrong. It was my fault, so that's nice. But she's like, okay, but how do but we also, do more of that without you running away? Though she's like, I want to breathe your breath, <laughs> which is so nasty to me in particular. <laughs> to you, um, yes, to you in particular. <laughs> Okay, then they, like, lie very still, touching for a long time. He, like, puts his cheek on her throat, listens to her heartbeat. They just, like, lie there very, very still. I mean, and, yeah, and essentially like, he conveys that, like, so hard again. it was mostly the unexpectedness oh, yes. Of, yes. of the motion and that, you know, now that they've declared themselves, maybe he's, like, know it he's like i just know she's gonna come at me (laughs) (laughs) but essentially he's like well now that we've had this moment like i know that i'm able to control myself in your presence and so he's not worried about like sudden movements being dangerous necessarily after this okay go ahead my I understand his concern, but I do kind of feel like if you didn't kill her in bio that day, like <laughs> right yeah. when it was surely fresh, you can do that, it like, now. Right, yeah, like that like, was her sudden mine. move appearing. You yeah, you had never <laughs> felt like that ever, yeah. and now you like her. <laughs> yeah, so... I feel. I feel like I, well, I you got you. this, buddy. You got this, buddy. <laughs> but I still understand why he, he questions that. He does say he's like, I didn't know I was this strong. Like you could, right. like he was very much doubting himself and his ability to do, like to withhold from this, which was kind yeah. of why he was so worried. Yes. Um, and so I do think that this was an important moment for him, just in like he's like, oh yeah, I'm pretty fucking okay, strong. I got this. I'm pretty. I'm good. I'm so good. Yeah. And For now, you, your love strengthens me, baby. Baby! <laughs> and now that that's out of the way, we move on to him trying to explain that he's horny without understanding yeah, without, what it is that without he's Without understanding doing. what he's trying to explain. It's like, I wish you could feel how confusing <laughs> I feel. I can't describe it to you. On the one hand, I would like to drink your blood. And on the other hand, what is, there are other hungers <laughs> Hungers I don't even understand yeah, are. that are foreign to me. Bell's like, oh, well, I think I understand that more <laughs> than you think that I do. And he's like, I'm not used to feeling so human. Is it always like this? Which, like, we definitely talked about this ad nauseum last time. Oh, yeah. I don't understand why he conflates feeling horny with feeling human. Because <laughs> all the vampires that we know They're apparently constantly have a lot of sex. Yes. And vampire media is, like, very sexy media. Yes. Well, I mean, does he... He doesn't consume any of that, presumably. Do you think they watch vampire movies? (laughs) I think they watch everything. I think think they watch anything (laughs) vampire-related. They gotta stay on the up and up. 
Yeah, Edward is like, I can read a book in two minutes. Yeah, I've read all of Anne Rice. Do you think they play, they've like found a way to play videos at like extra speed, extra fast speed? Totally. (laughs) Probably. I'm sure they have. But like, you know, he lives in society. He lives in society. They're vegetarians. That's true. This is true. They do live in society. And also, like, we, just society is also very sex-centric. Yes, this is is very true. So, yeah, he's just like, well, I have human instincts. They're just buried really deep. He's describing it like he grew up in, like, a monastery. Like, with only men who he's not attracted to. And he's like, this is... I don't know what's going never, on, Bella. Never felt that stirring in the loins before. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's fresh. <laughs> I mean, listen, he has described, okay, they only know so many vampires. Mm-hmm. And he does describe humans in Midnight Sun as, like, mostly looking like potatoes. So, like, <laughs> humans are not usually sexually attractive to him whatsoever. That's true. It's true. And they only meet vampires every once in a while. So, like, maybe he really has, like, just, like, never been turned on. That's true. <laughs> and a lot of the vampires that we meet are already paired up. Yeah, like, all yes. of them are. Because they've Stephanie already found Stephanie. their person. Yeah. And obviously you can't be sexually attracted and- to somebody in a monogamous relationship. <laughs> no. Because that would be a sin. A so sin. Edward has never felt that before. <laughs> Edward is like, my only sin is mass murder. <laughs> and coveting Bella. <laughs> Uh, I think it's important to add, too, that then he says, I don't know how to be close to you. I don't know if I can. And so we have moved beyond the, like, I don't know if I can hang out with you. Like, that's not what he's talking about anymore. That has been established. He's like, I'd like Like, to make out, but I don't know if I I can do so. Yeah, this is like, it's not explicit, (laughs) but it's pretty clear that he's like, I want to kiss you so bad. I want to kiss you so bad. (laughs) Listen, and still up to this point, they have not kissed each other yet. So no. they're declaring still? their love no for kissing. each other, and we their get... lips have not touched. <laughs> we get another instance of Bella trying, trying to ask about being about like how vampires work, and Edward being like, "You dumb dumb," because he's <laughs> like, "I have a way that we can get back to the truck way faster. It'll be great. You're gonna love it." And she's like, "Are you gonna turn into a bat?" And he's like, "Lol, you're dumb. You're no. stupid." <laughs> He says, like, I haven't heard that one before. And I'm like, from who? From who? <laughs> That's what I thought also. All the vampires you know joke. know that vampires don't turn into bats. And none of the humans you know know right. that you're a vampire. So who would have made that joke So who would make that joke? Who? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Then he calls her a coward for not wanting to get on his back. And I'm like, calm down, dude. Like, she doesn't know Listen, what's going on. We are seeing Edward right now with, like, no inhibitions besides, yeah. like, And kissing. it's working for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't, I can be myself entirely with you. And himself it is, like, really kind of mean. And yeah, there's, like, a playfulness. That. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, near the beginning of this chapter, he's like, it's very easy to be myself around yeah. you, which is, like, really That was my actually. best yeah. line. It's a good one. Then he line. runs really fast, and she's like, wow, I'm gonna puke, and I yeah, hated it. Like, and I was just imagining him, like, running really fast with Belle on her, his back, like, feeling really, like, cool, like, and, like, he's <laughs> showing off how fast he is. He's, like, exhilarating, isn't it? And she's like, uh, I don't I think that I can get down. <laughs> 
If she were a cartoon, like, her entire face would be green. There'd be those, like, lines over her face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something we haven't touched on yet is how many times he refers to her as a child, which is um, mm, it's, really I disturbing just as an aside. We did in the time. first time. Yes, we did. That also uh, happens. I think we did count the mentions of the I think the it's three child. in this chapter. Yeah, he refers to everybody else in biology as children, even yes. though Bella's the same age as them. Yeah. Here... Uh, he, like, pulls her off his back and cradles her like a small child, and there's definitely one other one, which is, like, very yes. unnecessary in this Gross. romance chapter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, could have used an edit on this, I gotta say. Listen, okay, one thing I did notice as I was reading this is, so this is the same book that I read when we did this first time. I'm, yes, I'm like, yeah. my number of notes decreased exponentially you know, once we got two thirds of the way in. So, you know, I was reading this shit and I was like, I'm engrossed. I have no <laughs> criticisms. <laughs> Just reading. No notes. <laughs> and then even this, I feel like, speaks to something that I identify really strongly with Melissa, though I also <laughs> identify it with myself. Bella's, like, all sick and pathetic. Oh, my God, and yeah. Edward is, like, taking care of her on the third. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, pay attention to me. Look how cool and different I am. That wasn't exhilarating for me. I'm special. <laughs> okay, I think Melissa has to talk about this first kiss. <gasps> oh, what a... Okay, one. One, I love it, and also I hate it at the same time. <laughs> Why? Um, because... Bella is Bella and like attacks him and yeah. then he goes like super still and like is like has to take a moment and she's like so ready to start macking on that face <laughs> and I was like that's so embarrassing if I were Bella and like I went too hard too fast for this vampire and he had to be like just Whoa. give me a minute Bella I would die okay but the yeah, reason like, that he's like just so give me die. a minute is not because he's not into it it's because he's sure. so into it that he might murder her about it i know i know but like so like thus it, it was it was the in the moment like if i am making out with someone and they're like stop whoa but I melissa would, yeah, they're not like stop the whoa they're like i'm so turned on right now okay, yes, that i that's need in a the second. next moment that's in the that's yeah, when that you know you have your, your brain back because <laughs> she opens her eyes and sees his guarded expression right like that's the moment where you yeah. feel like i'm being where your rejected. stomach drops yes sure. yeah yeah i yeah. and that is the moment that i would have perished like sorry i don't get to think about it anymore i'm just dead like the rejection has happened. <laughs> so I love the kiss and also hate the kiss. But then right after that, his eyes were wild, his jaw clenched in acute restraint, yet he didn't lapse from his perfect articulation. He held my face just inches from his. He dazzled my eyes. Which that was, was like my weird ending, That's great. Like... <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I like the part like, before it, but he, he comes dazzled obvious. my eyes worse. Kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it becomes obvious to her that he's so into it sure. that he needs a moment to compose sure. himself. But yeah, I cannot hot. handle the instantaneous <laughs> embarrassment 
Like, I, I just, I, I was, like, so embarrassing in the margins. I was like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> and then, like, I mean, I got over Edward it. is in such a good mood. Oh, he's, he's, he's like, joking practically around. skipping. Yeah, he's, he's teasing. He's teasing her. He's talking about his own kissing. Making jokes. Yeah, he's on his tiptoes. He's lighter than air. <laughs> Life is good for Edward right now. Life is great for Edward. Yeah, because he just had his first kiss and she was like really into it. She was really into it. Yeah, honestly, an ideal fucking first kiss. Because yeah. I feel like we did talk about despite this. Despite the, the embarrassment? Yeah, despite the embarrassment. Is, you know what? My first fucking kiss, that shit sucked. You know? <laughs> it was awkward and gross. And uh, I did not feel for that person that Bella feels for Edward. So if we're talking My about first like. kiss first... was good, but it wasn't like this overwhelming swoopy thing. It was like, oh. you know, the like physical, like figuring out how this is supposed to work i guess let me just mash my face into your face like i don't know i don't really care for the way that the kiss is described to be honest because Mm -hmm. we don't really get that she writes and then his cold marble lips pressed Mm -hmm. very softly Mm -hmm. against mine so like it's like we get the practical a kiss is happening a kiss is happening we don't actually like know what it the swoopy feels like yeah like it's like not like that instead it's all bella's passion which is written to me in a way that i don't know just like feels very disconnected from the reader i mean Mm. luckily i had my own sweet swoopy feelings you know when the kiss is happening like i don't like as a reader i did not necessarily need bella's swoopy feelings because i had them i just wanted some but i you get it you get a hint i think the closest you get to swoopy feelings is blood boiled under my skin burned in my lips my breath came in a wild gasp but that's not like emotional swoopy yeah exactly that's the part that like i don't like because Mm. it's just like reaction just physical yeah. reaction, not emotional reaction. Right. Yeah. No. Okay, but also that made me think of, you know, that video. I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before where uh, they, like, blindfold someone and they, they, like, had shown them with, like, a candle immediately in front of them. And then after they're blindfolded, they touch them with an ice cube. And all of the people thought that they had been touched by the fire, mm-hmm. not the ice cube. I've and heard they're of like, that. oh, my God, why'd you do? and then you know they take off the blindfold and see like that their hand is wet and they're like oh wait that was what? ice it wasn't fire so, so are you saying eclipse. that edward is so cold that it feels hot that feels hot <laughs> i just wish that we got more description of like bella wanting you know it's like this is like the physical manifestation of the wanting which normally as an editor i'm like give me more of those sensory details yeah like normally that's what i want more of but in this case i want bella to be like i had never felt like this i wanted him more desperately i wanted to pull him closer to me like i want i want i want like that i feel like i Mm could have like felt more connected to as a reader I'm not going through in this moment. Even, like, some of Edward's sort of, like, relief. Like, because, you know, she just came, like, they just did the knife point, like, and they're out the other side, and they love each other. And so I was also expecting kind of like a, 
oh my god like this is happening <laughs> great point like oh wow um now Fuck. I am thinking about the fact that now that I'm not dead, that means I get to spend more time with Edward. Right. right? Think like, about that before. At least, like, wow, so I'm not exciting. dead. Right. I'm not dead, and now we're kissing. Right. Like, we get Edward's <laughs> buoyancy, but we don't get any buoyancy from mm. Bella. Yeah, because she's still nauseous. Well, yeah, she's, she's nauseous. She's in shock, I think. Also, yes, also in shock. And then I do love the end of this chapter with their, like, little back and forth where they're, like, admitting that they're really into each other, that they're, like, really thrown off balance. He calls her drunk. Edward's all, like, bantery. Oh, it's so fucking cute. It's good stuff. It's so fun because this is where we start to see, like, their chemistry. Their chemistry, yeah. their relationship. Their actual, like, now. Yes, now that they know yeah. each other chemistry. Like, they've right. had, like, stranger mystery chemistry and now we're transitioning to like we actually kind of know each other chemistry yeah before it was all like we are inexplicably drawn to each other and like we can't fight it it just is what it is and now it's like it's like i i I know you and i like yeah (laughs) yeah okay best sentence worst sentence i have my worst sentence queued up go ahead go for it I wasn't used to having to go to such circuitous measures listening to your words in Jessica's mind. Ugh. Her mind isn't very original, and it was annoying to have to stoop to that. Stoop. Like, that's oh, really you. mean, actually. That's really fucking mean. That's all I have to say about it. And he's like, God, I have to listen to this shit in order to listen to the woman I like. Like, fuck <laughs> off. Like, like, Jessica, as far as Bella oh. knows, is Bella's friend. Yeah. So you're being mean about her friend. Yes. Jesus. Here's the other place that he refers to Bella as a child. Who were you, an insignificant little girl? He grinned suddenly <laughs> to chase me from the place I wanted to be. Gross. Wow. All right. All my... the best ones are all the ones that like we decided were the best oh, yeah. when we were 14 yes. and put all over the internet and made famous. Because we had Those good are the best taste. ones. Yeah, yeah, we had good taste. Um, my worst I already shared was he dazzled my eyes. (laughs) Uh, I just think that's awkward, but if I had to choose another, I would, I would go with, yes, you are exactly my brand of heroin. (laughs) One of the ones that we decided as 14 year olds to make famous. Just because as we discussed previously, it like doesn't hold up. It does not hold up. Um... And that, I do think that was my worst the first time around. So I'm trying to think if I have another. Um, I mean, I know in the first time around, I also talked a lot more about the fact that Edward's behavior is kind of abuser 101 <laughs> in this chapter. Like the mood swings. The, the back the, and forth, the hot and cold. The hot and cold, the, mm. the you know, breaking of shit and the look how powerful i am like but don't be scared of me but don't be scared of me but also like you're attracted to me right etc etc so like Mm. right if if any of you ever have it happen to you in real life it's not actually cute it's so funny that you're saying this melissa when you started this episode being like should i find a A dangerous person person who i can have like a sexual tension with but but maybe they'll kill me what would you call that (laughs) yeah but they don't want to kill me 
<laughs> they just might by accident. Well, Edward doesn't want because of their own inner. Yeah, and we know that. But if you're taking this exact situation on like a real life person who's not a vampire, like it's bad. <laughs> My point stands. Uh, whatever. <laughs> okay, this isn't um, actually a best, but it's like a good one that we haven't talked about yet. Um, okay. This is in the moment when Ed, right before they kiss. When Edward, like, leans in and then hesitates, but not in the normal way, the human way. Yeah. This is, like, not the way a man, blah, blah, blah. Perhaps he would hesitate to prolong the moment, that ideal moment of anticipation, sometimes better than the kiss itself. It's, like, a very That's particular, a like, I know exactly what she means. Sentence. It's, I know like, exactly a real moment. About. Even if you've never experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly. it, like, more from media than my yes. life. Right. <laughs> Okay, wait, my worst is um, when Edward is explaining how Bella is, like, his brand of heroine, um, and he's like, oh, sorry, because he's talking about flavors, and he's like, oh my gosh, this is probably too, like, much for you, and Bella's like, please don't worry about offending me or frightening me or whichever, that's the way you think, I can understand, or I can try to at least, just explain however you can, and I'm like, no, girlfriend! Make him be afraid of frightening you. <laughs> Do not roll over in this way. This was very, th- but like this, this spoke to me as a teenager of like the, oh my gosh, no, I can, I can be whatever you want me to be. I can be a cool girl. I can be a, I'm cool, a cool girl. girl. I can be, I can be so chill. I can be down with vampires murdering yeah, people. Like I'm fine. cool. I'm Don't easy. Don't worry about me. Don't <laughs> think about me at all. dead anyway. Yeah. <laughs> And now adult, more mature and learned to me is like, I no do girlfriend. care how you think that I'm going yeah. to perceive what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great point. Thank you. My best is one that we already discussed, but I don't care. I want to read it again. I want to read it a million more times. <laughs> you are the most important thing to me now. The most important thing to me ever. All right, that's the chapter. That's the meadow. <laughs> it was a long one, but we couldn't like not talk about the meadow. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I mean, blame Stephanie. Do? Yeah, blame Stephanie. Stephanie she could have broken that up. Email <laughs> us with questions or comments at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the pod, like, subscribe, rate, review. You can follow along for updates or support us at patreon.com/twilightfacepodcast. Thank you to all of our patrons, Melina, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Lamy, Chance, Kings, Gambit, Melissa, Rachel, Spine, Hannah, Parker, Marissa, Emily, and Bridget. You can also follow wow. us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Insta. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight universe and all characters in this dream about a meadow belong only to <laughs> Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Don't do Audio it. editing by Maya Marlette. I'm sure it's me. I'm like, Sir. I don't remember. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mori. We'll be back next week, and if you don't like it, you can bite me. Yeah, you can. Bye.